When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Here comes that pressure. Mayfield in the middle. It's intercepted. It's Derek Barnes. It's off to San Francisco for the Lions. Blue Kool-Aid Drinkers. We are back, baby. We are back and we are better than ever. I've said that the last few episodes, but it's because it is true. We're literally better than ever right now. The Lions will be advancing. I am saying these words. These are real words. The Lions will be advancing to the NFC Championship next week on January 28th at 5.30 in San Francisco. And they're going to be one win away from the Super Bowl. That's right. The Lions are one win away from the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. We're going to get into all of it, but right now, what a crazy turn of events. <laughs> We're going to get to all of it, but right now, before I, uh, um, we get into all of it, I, I'm Big Z, and then let's get to the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew that is here. We got them all. Uh, Connor and Bob are driving, so if there's a little hum in the background, that's because uh, they're driving back from, they attended the game tonight, but uh, let's introduce the crew. So we got Connor. Hello. Bob. <laughs> UJ. Hello, Lions fans. It's a great day to be a Lions fan. And Rudd Dog. Yo. All right. So, as I mentioned, the Lions 31 to 23. A beautiful score. Beautiful score over the, the visiting Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers put up a great fight, but it just wasn't enough. Not enough for the Ford Field crowd and this Lions team that is destined for greatness. Two games away. Um, Connor, Bob, I want to start with you guys since you were at the game. Just the atmosphere, um, how to compare to the last game, uh, and just the general feeling and vibes from the stadium. Yeah, it was it was incredible. I mean, like the last game, you guys were there, and it was so electric. And this one was electric too. It wasn't quite as loud, I didn't think it, at first, but as the game went on, and that fourth quarter is the loudest game I've ever heard. It was insane. And the Jared Goff chants were going again. And, yeah. You awesome. know, they brought Eminem. They showed him on the scoreboard right when they needed the crowd to, like, pick up, and they did. And it was, it was just electric. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I, I thought the crowd was a little restless at halftime, you know. They should have been up big, and then it was a tie game. But by the time the fourth quarter started, it was really loud. And, and that Derek Barnes pick was probably the loudest I've ever heard a football stadium in my life. I've 
thump and your eardrum was going to burst. So it was electric to be there for sure. Awesome. I mean, great to hear it. I, I, I'm sure we'll hear more about it as we go throughout the episode. Uh, but UJ, how about it? Derek Barnes with an interception to, to clinch the yeah. divisional round to go to the NFC Championship. Unbelievable words coming out of my mouth right now. I know, right? Uh, you know, it just shows you their faith for sticking with the guy. And actually, I thought he had a pretty good game today. He seemed to be all around the ball. Uh, but, you know, you know what makes a great team is when you get contributions everywhere. And this team is getting them from everywhere right now. And Derek Barnes, you know, he hasn't been a a, a highlight real guy necessarily or anything like that. But, man, what a play he made there to seal that one. That was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Contributions everywhere, man. It was just fun to watch. Definitely. I, I mean, just just insane. And, and I love the word that you used, patience. Uh, th- that is definitely a word um, that is permeated throughout this rebuild, if you will, when Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell came along. Patience with a lot of these players, belief in their system and the guys that they draft. And uh, they they stick with them as long as they can uh, to develop these guys. It's it's, it's really cool to see. Um, I think it'll be, especially teams that need to rebuild. I think they're gonna start emulating a lot what the Lions have done the past three years. Uh, but Rudd Dog, uh, this is also not just a big Derek Barnes, you know, uh, performance there at the end, but also uh, Jameer Gibbs. I think he really showed out in this game. Oh, yeah, man. He was electric. Nice, long touchdown run. Oh, man. Like, this is like, give me chills thinking about it. Like, I love a quick strike touchdown, especially when you can do it on the ground. So, love that. He's just coming into his own as one of the best runners in the league, period. And good timing. And and he actually, he looks great blocking, too, in the pass game. I think that's underrated. His development there has been astronomical this year. Yeah, it's it's nice seeing all the guys do their blocks. Like I feel like that wasn't yeah. the way the Lions ran for years, but everyone will throw down a block, and I think that's part of Dan Campbell's philosophy. Yeah, and did you guys – one more thing on Derek Barnes. Did you guys see he got the game ball, and uh, he said it in his speech, like, took me three years to get an interception, but I finally <laughs> got one. Man, and, and it was awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that locker room speech was awesome. I, I, oh, man. I haven't gotten a chance to see the stuff, unfortunately, yet, uh, but that's awesome to hear. Uh yeah, how about it? Your first interception is to seal it for an NFC championship. The first one in uh, 30 plus years for the Lions. That's insane. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, <sighs> you know, this This is just this is incredible. I, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but like the Lions are six and a half point underdogs uh, going into San Francisco next week. Uh, they're going to have a hell of a week ahead of them here, but uh I mean, just more, just going back to this game, I want to I want to start with the the defensive side of the ball uh, first because they they kept the Lions in, especially in the first half. Um, and Aaron Glenn really dialed up a lot of blitzes, especially off the edge. Uh, Connor, he was your roar of the week. Aaron Glenn, your guy. Um, <laughs> I I think he I think he earned it, and you know. Goff in his press conference was like, "Hey, no one asked me, but Aaron Glenn called a hell of a game, and I, I think he's right. I mean, the, the defense came up with all the critical stops, and and when the when the Bucks had a chance to come back and tie it, I know they were down eight, but you know they had their opportunity. I still felt really good. I'm like, you know, what? I actually think this defense can make a stop and make a stop. They did, and I think they're turning the corner at the perfect time to 
continue this magical run we've been seeing. Yeah, definitely. UJ, I mean, those sacks were a big... Uh, they seem to just come at key moments throughout this game. Uh, especially, And I, I just couldn't believe how the Bucks just consistently were not picking him up off the edge. The Lions yeah, it was remarkable. I mean, one time Hutch got in there completely untouched. I mean, he didn't get the sack, but... Uh, Twice. Yeah, he, he was not reading those corner blitzes either, or safety blitzes. They were disguising it a little bit. I mean, not that much, though. I mean, it <laughs> looks like they're out there in coverage, and all of a sudden they just turn in and run. Uh, I don't know, uh, but they kept Baker Mayfield off balance, and that was enough. I mean, May Mayfield did some good things in that game, and uh, he didn't really have a bad game. But uh, he was under a lot of duress, and thanks to the Lions defense, who just kept the pressure coming, man. They just kept the pre pressure, and, you know, eventually good things are going to happen. And, uh, yeah, yeah, credit to Glenn with the game plan, and uh, just the gritty defense that we have. I mean, these guys, they're not perfect. They're not. Mm -mm. shut down but man they, they make the big plays and they need them and again like red dog you said a million times what how many points did they score 23 hmm, that seems to be like a a magic range of where these teams scored, scored <laughs> like 20 22 20 it's unbelievable like and and we can score more than that so we're fine <laughs> so it's great yeah defense kudos to them man what a, what a game and red dog you had did you have iffy as your roar of the week was he your Roar of the Week? It was Hutch, I believe. Okay. Well, he had a sack, but uh, who would, if he is the Roar of the Week? Was it you, UJ? It might have been me. Either I, way, I mean, I his instincts blitzing <laughs> are phenomenal. Uh, yeah. One and a half sacks uh, credited with today. Uh, Branch, also a really good blitzer. The thing about the, the DBs that blitz, too, um, like we saw with Barnes, for instance, and Dallas, and actually at the end of the... Uh, at the end of the first half, the Lions are guilty of this too. Like they they get like the shot on the quarterback, but you can't run by the quarterback. You can't just like you got to control yourself once you get the opportunity. And Rudd Dog, uh, Brian Branch, I think really shows. And and Iffy, uh, when they get back there, they could like settle down just enough to like corral the quarterback and get him down to the ground. I think it's a hard skill. So. Well, yeah, settle down and, and and not overrun him, but also. You know, to uh, actually bring him down, actually blitz, like because Benito Jones did that too, where he gets in yep. there clean and then just whips. That's what that was, that was, yeah. Um, but no, oh, that was the other branch and and Iffy. They actually beat blitz blocks pretty well too. Like, like if there's a running back actually assigned to beat them, like that's not just like guaranteed win. Like right. I, I like. I feel like we had a lot of the season where like our blitzes were just picked up early on this year. Definitely, Those guys are very good at beating. And Bob, CJ Gardner Johnson, he comes out and talks trash about Baker Mayfield this week. Uh, um, <laughs> and Baker responded actually kind of like, like you know, pretty pretty good response. But either way, uh, comes out and gets the early pick. The crowd had to be roaring right there. Yeah. That, that was my roar of the week. So he he uh, contributed right away, and I, I just love his energy oh, yeah. out there too. He just I I hope he comes back next year. I don't know yeah. what he's gonna do, but but I'm just glad we have him on this playoff run because he's been he's been fun to have. And he he's chirping out there and he's bringing the energy, and uh, he's a great guy to have on our yeah, team. Yeah, he's only he tossed the ball to Baker too <laughs> yeah, after the yeah. pick. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh man, <laughs> he, he's a character for sure. He's a lot of fun to have. He, he's like uh. He's one of those guys you love when he's on your team and hate when he's not on your team. Well, 
like a Brzezinski. AJ Brzezinski. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also feel like having him back is just, it's part of why we're blitzing so effectively. Like, right now, with, mm. we're really finally seeing, like, the effect of having all these extra, extra really good secondary players. You know, maybe they're not our cornerbacks, but, like, with all the safeties we have with Kirby and and Iffy and CD and now and you know Branch like those dudes there's too many playmakers right there it just allows you to do all kinds of different things that and leave effective coverage and stuff back because you got that much talent no that's a, that's a, that's a great point uh, that's a great point and uh, you know in this game the Lions run defense wasn't I wouldn't say quite as effective as it's been richard white averaged six point yards to carry but i mean they only ran it 15 times they they respected it in terms of just like not going to it too often <laughs> um so we continuously see teams just completely abandon the run game and just try to throw against us no matter what uh which is interesting because san francisco doesn't really operate like that they run their system they run it 30 plus times a game especially with christian mccaffrey um, and then they looked a little shaky. I mean, we're, we're, we, I don't want to jump too far ahead. We still want to talk about this game, but, uh, just interesting how teams have been playing us, uh, lately kind of, kind of just like throwing out the run every once in a while, but really just trying to throw the ball over the yard. Um, well, I think that's like probably part of the genius of Glenn. He probably baits you with that, like seemingly, you know, Ooh, come throw into our soft secondary, but we're not soft. Just because we give up yards, we still have, you know, guys who hit like a buzzsaw. And actually, like, I think part of why we're so good as the field contracts is because I think Cam Sutton on a shorter field is actually a really good cornerback. I think his problems largely lie in when he gets beat, you know, early or something deep. But, uh, like, that one to Mike Evans down the sideline was ridiculous. Like, there was good coverage, but that was just a ridiculous throw and catch between him and Baker. Or he dove for it, um, but I think Cam's really good on a short field, and that's part a, a big reason why we get so much better as the field shortens down. Yeah, yeah. Um, just try to you know have anybody stuck. Campbell in only three tackles today. Barnes four. Reese Maven just continues to find himself around the ball in these games. He always comes up with one or two big plays every game, yeah. special teams or otherwise. Uh, what a guy to have on the team. Really just, I'm glad he's yeah. a pro bowler, a guy who's an all-pro. Um, it's a well-deserved year from all around. But, uh, yeah, it's it's just really fun. To, I, I don't have the pressures, unfortunately, from Hutch. But Hutch had at least probably eight pressures in this game, if not more. <laughs> he's just all over. I love what, even today, like, he, he had the one spin move. It didn't work. And then he spun right back around the other way and got a yeah. hit on Baker. Yeah. He The guy has an unbelievable motor. Yeah, he was he was full tilt in that game, and he was effective too. I mean, uh, yeah, the stats weren't there, but man, oh man, that guy! I, I just it was a great moment at the end of the game when Hutch was standing there. That the camera that we were watching on TV was focused on Hutch, and he was all by himself on the side, just looking up in the crowd, just gazing like uh, he can't believe awesome. what's just happening. He's, he's soaking it all in, just in the and the camera just focused on him, you know, just standing there. It was it was really a nice scene, and. Uh, how much it means to the city and a hometown boy coming doing this for his hometown team. And it's got to mean a lot. So it, it was a, God, 
There's so many, so many good feels in this one, man. <laughs> so it's, so I mean, it just keeps getting better and better and better. And it's going to be even better when we're, we win and we're, go to the Super Bowl. We're going Bowl in a week. to the NFC Championship next week. It's, it's yeah, awesome. it doesn't seem like I'm, uh, it, it seems like we're doing like a fake episode right now. It's not real, <laughs> but it's real. Yeah, right. It's real. Don't worry. Um, yeah, it is a wonderful feeling. Oh, man. Like, just, it's amazing to see the Lions just be so good and watch such fun f- competitive football from this team. It's just pure joy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, yes. And I, I, the defense has been feeding off it for sure, especially at home. Uh, it will be an interesting challenge going on the road. I do I do not think San Francisco has a great home crowd. Uh, it's not like Ford Field, I can guarantee you that. Yeah, let's flip it. Let, let's flip it to the other side here uh, with the offense. Yeah. Goff again, no turnovers, two touchdowns, thirty for forty-three, two eighty-seven. Really turned it on in the second half when he needed to. Um, yep, took a couple sacks, but he also had a couple. He had six. Well, three of those carries are kneeled down, so six, six carries for six yards. But he had a seven-yard run and a nice quarterback sneak early on. It's, I love yeah. when Goff runs because the teams never expect it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got sneaky speed, I think, too. Like, uh, it's I, sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's speed, but it's sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when a Tom Brady, Tom Brady would do it every once in a blue moon. He, he was really good at quarterback sneaks, Tom Brady. But as far as like the seven yard run, that was that was truly a rarity. Um, yeah, but Goff was under control this whole game. He uh, yes. really played a nice game. You know, and a lot of those throws were pretty well defended, too. I mean, he was hitting guys with the, just a, the minimum of room. I mean, margin for error there. Oh, uh, yeah. Just leading them, leading them perfectly. Uh, Laporta really balled out today. Nine catches oh, for uh, 65 yards. Just a, yep. just efficient. He looked great out there in the need. And I look great to be bothering great. him too much. Uh, he looked a lot better this week than he did last week. Um, he's a blitz killer, uh, a zone killer too. He is a killer in general, but, uh, <laughs> what a, what a, oh, yeah. what, and then, uh, Mon Ra, eight catches for 77 yards, a huge one on that third and long catches it just oh a God. little short battles, three guys just strong enough to get the first down that little, yep. that little man with a, a powerful lower body, um, just to get it across. Love it. He had one <laughs> drop in this game, but, uh, I mean, not, we're not going to dog him for too much for that. It's just uh, yeah, he would have been murdered. He needs to step up in a big through. moment. What's that, Connor? Oh, he would have been trucked, absolutely trucked, if he caught that ball. So yes, maybe dodge yes. the bullet there. Yeah, you're you're probably yeah. right. <laughs> um, I just like golf. I just want to say about golf. Like golf played so good in this game. This was a game. This is a team that I think. They have a good defense, and and there was a lot of opportunities. Granted, one time we did get a little lucky. He threw one bad throw that really. Oh yeah, been a they dropped that big in the end zone. Early but besides that play, like he was just so good. Like that's a tough defense, and that's the kind of defense that usually generates more turnovers because they get after you and with the blitz, and you know they just have really fast, tight linebackers that or make it really tough around the middle of the field. And Jared Goff generally just, you know, didn't flinch, man. Just was so damn composed back there. Uh, and, it, like, so many times he was getting these balls off that looked like they were should have been swatted out of his hand. Yeah. Or he's just got that quick release. 
and was just delivering daggers. Dagger and, uh, time. Dagger time, baby. Hey, I, <laughs> I have one, one thing about that offense that bothered me. I thought the reps were decent today, but they there was two consecutive plays where Jamison Williams got interfered with and they didn't call them. And then, and then yeah. on the next series, they called the mm. same thing on the other team. They called it on uh, interference on us. So that was kind of bullshit because I, I think Jamo's ready to pop. <laughs> He's getting close, man. He's mm-hmm. he Yeah, he is. I, I think you're right. And, uh, and, and San Francisco has some pretty weak corners on the outside uh, that he could definitely expose down the sideline. Um, at least I think. And yeah, I, I mean, you're right. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't usually go our way in these games. <laughs> as you know, <laughs> as we all know, as all our listeners know. Well, Cambo uh, won't let it that mattering. That's right. It doesn't matter. It would have always mattered in the past. I'm always a little more lenient with the subjective calls. It's like the ones like eligible and the batting out of bounds and the Kelvin process rule where it's just like, that's what makes you livid. Or like in the Pettigrew game where they call it, move the ball, and oh, take God. it all back. They just press the rewind button. Um, yeah. Yeah. But overall, yeah, I, I thought it was actually pretty well officiated game, especially for how the refs are these days. Yeah. I was kind of bummed we didn't get a false start. Not that the refs miscalled anything, but I was hoping the, the crowd would get a couple. It didn't really happen. But <laughs> still. Well, you know, the, the crowd's tired from last week. They're not in playoff shape. I'm this exhausted. is a new thing for them, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's exhausting doing all that yelling. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I had to tap out even more this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, uh, I, I got to – I'm sorry, but, you know, it's, this is such a team game, and, and the Campbell talks about complimentary football. They all talk about it, you know, but uh, – that goddamn offensive line was so good, yes, man. Thank you. I mean, they Lovely. kept the rush off of Goff all day. Goff had time to sit back and process. And yeah, he they got close to him a few times where it, it seemed like he wasn't going to get the ball off, and he did. I mean, what a game by that group, man. You know, Jonah Jackson goes out. Awasika comes in and fills in fine. Uh, Ragnall looks like, oh my God, he's he's What a be warrior. Out. MVP. That guy's a stud and a half. He is amazing. He looked like he was playing on one foot, and he still was really good. He took on Vidya with essentially like one and a half legs. <laughs> so, uh, on that Craig Reynolds touchdown run. By the way, you shout yeah. out to Craig Reynolds. First carry of the playoffs. What a time yeah. to have it. That's awesome. <laughs> we, me and UJ, are briefly discussing before we hop on here, like about uh, why is Craig Reynolds in that situation? Do you think they're like? Trying to distract the defense, like no, they're not going to hand it off to Craig Reynolds here. The most one of the most. I think important. that's exactly why they did it. And then goes right through uh, the middle hey, of the defense. Dan said it's because that's just the package for him. You know, that's just <laughs> yeah. Play coy, yeah, if you deal. ask me. I think <laughs> I think there was an obvious psychological edge there to to put Craig back there, knowing that you can trust him, but making them think that you probably won't be running to him at that time. Well, right before that was some questionable. Down. The goal line play calling with the with spread and then throwing a slant to Reynolds and then uh, yeah the play action the play action will pour a little more sense not a good throw didn't give him a chance to catch it um was that the drive of the near pick <laughs> this is the, no this, no that, that was, was early, early in the game. game this is the Craig oh, Reynolds yeah. touchdown uh drive because that was what caused yeah. it to be fourth down because the bad play calls before uh you got first down on the two and you throw two. 
It's questionable pass. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he goes for it, of course, as Campbell always does. As he always does. That's two playoff games in a row with a big touchdown on fourth and short from the goal line. Same, same end. What a call. Too. Um, what a call. Uh, yes. Big nuts. Big nuts, Campbell. I love those gra- <laughs> memes and the graphics with it, like his nuts in a wheelbarrow. The South Park one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're hilarious. Those are great. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, as Raw Dog has mentioned, Goff is great, but that's Goff is only great if the offensive line is protecting him, and they did a phenomenal job. Um, and and I would say Monty in this pass protection is a little more questionable these days. That's why I was praising Gibbs in his pass. Arguably, he looks like almost the better pass protector, which is kind of wild. Uh, he's so strong too, Gibbs. Like you see it, and all his plays, like whenever he's like we've talked about this before, but when he finishes runs. It's so rarely on the ground. Like he's like he doesn't just get tackled easy. That dude is he's just seems to be more and more impressive every week. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess uh Connor and Bob, I don't think you guys caught this because you're at the game, but the announcer or Tariko was mentioning that uh that Jameson Williams had they had that twenty four yard catch. I forget was it on third down? I don't remember which down it was on, unfortunately. But uh either way they they said Goff uh, like the last practice of the week was out there throwing that route, like pretty much blindly to Jameson Williams. Like they were just repeating it over and over at the end of practice for like 30 minutes to an hour, just the same route over and over. Oh, and that's over. awesome. Oh, no, and then it came that. and then they cool. used it in the game to perfection. They ran on the left side and the right side because they didn't know what hash they'd be on, I guess. But uh, I thought that was a cool little tidbit and just uh, shows how. How much yeah. they want to get the ball to JMO? I mean, I was glad to see him throw it deep on the one. Even like we like, uh, I think Red Dog especially said this before. Even if you're, uh, if he's not catching it, you got to at least throw one. You got to like at least let him respect the, the ability to do it downfield. They did it once in this game, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I'm glad to see. It. I want to see him like at eight targets, but it's so hard because you got Mamonra, you got Sam Laporta, you got Josh Reynolds. Also, yep, you don't need him yet. Big shout out. To Brock Wright. He came up at a huge time in the yes. game. The Lions need him like desperately. Right. And he comes up with one catch, 20 on yards. It doesn't look like he's going to be playing uh, next week, unfortunately. He's hurt. And then uh, um, Jonah Jackson's here. But, I mean, the shout-out to Brock Wright. Huge moment for him. He, he, yep. he catches the Avenue here like four. I'm checking yeah. right now. Not Not that many. Brock Wright play was big. But that juke to extend that play. 14. 14. 13 catches, sorry. Say that again, Bob? No, I just said that Brock Wright play was big. It came at a good time. It really charged up mm-hmm. the team. It was definitely the right call. De- yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, so shout out to Brock Wright. Shout out to our tight ends um, and how they've been performing this year. Uh, it, it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, maybe we'll get Mitchell back now next game. <laughs> I don't know if he's coming back. Isn't he an IR, Mitchell? That was a, Is he? I don't know. His hand. Hurt his hand. But, uh, yeah, <clears throat> the tight ends have been fantastic, especially Mr. Laporta, who my wife thinks is the cutest guy in the NFL. But, Uh-oh. you know, whatever. So, Red Dog, what else do you think about this game? What was your, like, come on, your favorite highlight of this game? Tell me. Favorite highlight? Oh. Probably was the Gibbs touchdown run. Honestly, that was just so. That lucky. was superb. That's that speed, was superb. man, to beat that safety. Just ridiculous. 
Yeah. How about you, Connor? What, what was your, do you had a favorite play in this game at all? That, uh, that touchdown to Amon Ra, uh, mm. that kind of like bait type route, I was a perfectly placed Whoa. ball. I thought that's the kind of play you, you show on Goff's highlight reel, I think, after the season. I thought that I was 100% a agree with you. That was an unbelievably right. great throw. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. How about you, Bob? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to pick one play like that. That uh, Brock Wright thing is yeah. pretty awesome. And Flavor Flav bringing out the ball before the game. That was amazing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and it was, amazing. I don't know if they showed it on TV, but uh, but uh, they did the ball toss, you know, where they tried to hit the targets with Rory the, the Lion. And uh, Eric Kramer came out. He was the guy who won our last uh, divisional round game to bring him to the NFC Championship. So. I was yeah. kind of neat to see him. How's his arm? Can he still get out there, you think, and do it? I don't know. Uh, he missed the <laughs> final target, so. But he hit He hit the rim. Oh, he's close. That's good. It's a tough throw. Well, you know, he's getting up there a little bit now. He threw Rory. So, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. I, I, there, there are so many good plays. I think I'm with you, Connor, on that one. That that was the most sublime throw by Goff. I, you know, he hasn't thrown a lot of those this year those type of throws to the corner of the end zone. And that was just beautiful. It was a thing of beauty. Oh yeah. That just perfectly placed ball. Yeah. Like, oh man. Yeah. Love those. I'm telling you, this team is something else. Uh, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I think about this team. It, we can go around, we can rave about everybody in this team. Cause it's, it's hard not to, there's so many contributors, but man, I'll tell you what this team does not, their personality, they, they never get shook on anything. You know, like Tampa comes and scores. They answer us right away. And, you know, we're getting all excited and they just go back to business, go down and score again. Like, is they're just like, like those assassins, you know, Hey, I'm a professional, you know, and you don't let the emotions get to you. And then these guys don't, they, exactly. just, they just play, man. They're just like Gene, Gene Renault. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I do want to get, I mean, Mike Evans did play a great game. Uh, I, I will give a shout out to him. I thought he played very well. Uh, Kate on the tight end. I thought played pretty well against us too. Uh, this, this is a nasty defense that the, the lions played and it's only getting, it's going to get tougher next week. Uh, uh, yep. But man, uh, Jamal, Jamal Dean for Tampa Bay really impressed me. I, I just want to say he was, he was really good. Um, and then, uh, what do you think of Cansey, Rudd Dog? You're, you're a big on him. Uh, did the Lions miss the boat on him? He, he toasted uh, Glasgow on that one play. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that uh, I would. We should have picked him or anything, but I would say I feel <laughs> pretty vindicated on the quality of player he is. He looked really good. Um, but I'm glad to have Gibbs get too petty about that. Have Campbell. What, what was that, Bud? I just said I wouldn't get too heady about his Kalaja Kansi pick. Uh, you know, he's, he's okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. He said, you said he was Aaron Donald 2.0 in the draft uh, preparation. So I haven't seen that yet. I don't know what he said. Yeah, I think we lost you for a second there, Bob. Try it again. It must, must be driving through a tunnel. No. Uh, I, I, don't know, think I just said robot. Uh, he was hyping him up as, as Aaron Donald before. Oh. Well, we lost. well we're losing him a little bit, but I think what he's trying to say is that you, Rudd Dog, were comparing Kalaja Kansi to Aaron Donald 2.0. Oh, 
I don't think I ever said 2.0, but I definitely compared him to Aaron Donald. <laughs> he had an, he has as good a game as, against us as Aaron Donald did, maybe better. Uh, he had a Think better game. Yeah, he had a better Donald game than Aaron Donald against us. So, I mean, I don't know. I think he looks. the kid looks good. He looked good in the week before he played us. He looks like a solid, exactly what I thought he'd be, an, an explosive interior pass washer. Yeah. Uh, I regret nothing about this draft, though. I love what Brad did. Yeah, it's a, it's amazing just how much these rookies are are constantly stepping up for us every week. It's a it's remarkable. And people oh yeah, people were mixed on it the is. drafts. It depends on the pun in that you read whether they liked it or not. Um, I mean this, but this is why you go out and if you if you get a guy that is graded highly on your board, you just go get him regardless of the position. Um, but I do think the Lions were looking for a tight end after the Hawk trade, and it, it has obviously worked out phenomenally well, phenomenally. Yeah, I think Holmes and Campbell are changing the way the NFL thinks right now. I mean, even with this new coaching uh, hires out there, uh, I think there's going to be more people looking for player type coaches like a Campbell, you know, guys like that, guys who can uh, communicate with the the men better, you know. Or yeah, unless you're know, unless exactly. you're hiring Bill Belichick. <laughs> so yeah, right. Um, but but uh, yeah, it's mostly you know, I, and then I do think you're right. You guys, yeah, uh, and in regard to the draft too, I mean. When they see the success we've had, are you you don't think other people are going to be thinking differently now instead of following all those damn prognosticators and their freaking formulas and all that bullshit? I mean, they're just going to it's going to start changing the way they think, you know, and this is our guys changing things. It's our guys. Think about it. It's awesome. <laughs> hey, the Lions are the toast of the NFL right now. We're setting the new pace. Like, I love I, th- I feel like we uh, skipped ahead of the pay- of the Eagles and took up their kind of spot in like one of the the mega teams in the league right now like like the 49ers the ravens the bills the chiefs like and then there's us like we're in that same group we're in the final four baby (laughs) like we look like we belong there definitely this is uh yeah it's just it's it's really cool um this like we said i mean we've preached it a million times just the culture that they built um patience that they've had um how they how they built this thing from the top down i didn't realize that mike disner was a big factor in brad holmes being hired to uh the lions i thought that was an interesting tidbit i found out this weekend um and he's staying in detroit at least another year uh, he pulled his hat out of the ring for the gm of the panthers uh so that's pretty cool uh he's from michigan so i bet it's really that someone probably got to blow him away with an offer or something like that to get him out of detroit at this point um, but Mike Disner, big shout out to him too uh, for finding finding Brad Holmes, because I guess Brad Holmes wasn't even on the radar of the Lions initially in their search, and then he saw some sort of interview or video of him and showed it to Rod Wood and Sheila Fortamp and said we got. Then they said we got to interview this guy, and then obviously the rest is history from there. Uh, cool tidbit. Um, I I think uh, you guys were talking about this highlights. Uh, I mean. I just love Gibbs going against Winfield one on one in the open field and just torching him. <laughs> That's an all pro safety <laughs> against a rookie running back uh, and making him look like a fool. So I thought that was pretty sweet. Uh, pretty sweet, man. <laughs> um, pretty freaking sweet. <laughs> so was there any, uh, or Connor and Bob, were there any other celebrity things? Uh, did we miss any other celebrities at the game today? I don't know. Big Gretch was at the game. Uh, Eminem and Flava Flav. Uh, do you remember anyone else being um, there? Peyton Manning was there. Uh, Calvin Johnson. 
Was Steven Tolick and Golden Tate there again? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see them if they were. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe Carry On Johnson oh. was in the stand. Wait, he was, or you don't? Are you just saying he might have been? No, I'm oh. not speculating. I have no idea. Hey, the uh, they did the uh, the the national anthem was the saxophone player, and that guy was amazing. Oh, was, interesting. Was, he was really good. Mm. And, uh, yeah, he held that note for like 40 minutes, and the crowd just. Thank oh, that's cool. I like that. that. Awesome. I like that. I see they did the light show thing too again, right? The with the wristbands. They did with the wristbands awesome. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. my <laughs> wristbands still flashing on my wristbands. <laughs> um, I love how they do that. That's really cool. I haven't seen any other stadium incorporate that. At least that's my knowledge uh, on TV. They handed out the towels this week, which were better than the pom poms last week. Yeah, I nice saw I saw a lot more of that in the stadium this time around. I didn't really see a ton of pom poms uh, going last week at the game. Uh, yeah, the towels are easier, you know. So. What's up, brother? Was it as obviously stacked as it looked on TV? Like I didn't see a single fan for the other team for Tampa out there. It looked like it was just all Lions fans. I think I could count like five Bucks Man. fans total. That's I awesome. Saw. Yeah, uh, and and the Rams too. Uh, last week, I wouldn't say there was too many. Uh, we ran into a few like, on the street that yeah, day, like five or something like that. It was really a small yeah. amount. It, um, either way, if there was any there, we we could not see them on TV. Connor um, Bob saw less than five. So. I, you guys, <laughs> you, guys, I have to tell you something. The Detroit Lions are going to the NFC Championship. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> I know that's wild. One win away, one win away from a Super so Bowl. So wild. God, take take it to the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Two more that's games, right? <laughs> Two more banners. Uh, right. so it's Chiefs and Ravens on the AFC side early Sunday, and then Lions will be traveling to San Francisco. Um. That Chiefs Bills game was a lot of fun to watch too. Actually, uh, I'm not sure how much you guys caught it, but Connor and Bob. But uh, it was interesting. I missed the end. What was the final? We watched. Well, I watched the fourth quarter and described it to Bob. But uh, it was to me the most well, interesting. Based on there was a lot of heartbreak. Uh, the Browns yeah. and, and the, the Bills final? come to mind. So. <laughs> the well, Bills lost. In- yep, the Bills cannot yeah, beat the Chiefs lost. for the life of them. Oh, see, man, I had a weird feeling. It's gonna. I think it's gonna be the Lions and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I that think. would be a perfect that symmetry to the season, wouldn't it? I hope so. That's better than Lions. <laughs> yeah, the Ravens look I mean, stacked. They look yeah, beast. They, they do, and they smoked us uh, in Baltimore. And that, that was Campbell's plan. Alive with it was a, he was sandbagging. Logo or whatever. Campbell so we can preview just for like five uh, or, or so minutes. Uh, just previewing next week. So the Lions are going to be traveling to San Francisco. Right now it's 68 and sunny is the projected weather, which is great, uh, especially for – I'm not sure the wind. Um, but we all know we all know Goff is definitely better on turf and in a dome. Uh, that That's where he's thrived in his career. It will be interesting to see him go on the grass uh, and this offense playing the grass. They haven't played on grass in a little uh, while. I'm trying to look at the last one besides the Bears. Uh... Lambo. Kid, love it out there. That's, that's right. It's home turf, man. It's home town. It is, Cali. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. 
Although not Northern Cali, he's a Southern Cali guy. But um, he's gonna have all his bros out let's there. Let's see, surfing. No, nope, it was Chicago. That was the last time we were outdoors for a game. Uh, this year, we we we've only played two outdoor <laughs> games this year. It was Ravens and Bears. It did not go well. Um, <laughs> but you know, this is a new Lions team. Uh, even since that Bears game, honestly, so. I don't know if you can draw too much causation from that correlation. Like, the, well, we played in Lambo and won. Exactly the factor. Was that Connor? Yeah, Lambeau. yeah, we crushed it. We crushed it in Lambo. That was an outdoor game. We did. We did. Lambo field. Sorry, three. Yeah, three outdoor games. Yeah. Sorry, apologies. That's yeah, we beat them the first yeah, game in Lambo. Oh no, four because Chiefs was the four, first game of the season. Sorry, I was looking. Yeah, there you go. Two and two. Hey, one, can I one last note on the uh, before we close the book on Tampa Bay? I I just want to give props to Baker Mayfield. I thought he did a hell of a job this year, like coming back and definitely being a, a good quarterback again. And and he advanced further than the Browns did. I just thought yeah. that was sweet justice. I don't know. <laughs> Bob, that felt like the you know you can't win them all, kids speech, and you just put like the hat on their head, and you know. It's, <laughs> He, impre- he impressed me today. Today's too. not your day. He impressed me today, too. The Lions uh, were trying to get in his passing lane. He was throwing around it a lot, too. Uh, because the last time the Lions played him, I mean, he's shorter. He gets a lot of balls tipped historically. Um, but this season, he's gotten a little better kind of throwing around the arms in front of him, if you will. Uh, I'm a big Baker guy. I've always believed in him. Uh, I-, I thought the Browns shouldn't have got rid of him. It sounds like you agree with that, Bob. But, uh. I, I was gl- I was glad to see him play. It sounds like he's going to get a contract ex- extension too with the Bucks, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, but you know, I didn't like him today. So <laughs> just kind of like like Stafford. That's two quarterbacks in a row. Good thing I don't really care about Brock Purdy and the 49ers too much. Like I have <laughs> Stafford and Baker. But, uh... <laughs> um, but this is a 49ers team. Uh, obviously that that. If you're a big DVOA person, the 49ers are like first by mile in every cat in almost every category. I guess I guess Baltimore is the second closest. Um, but uh, this San Francisco team is extremely efficient. They won their first game, being down seven points in the fourth quarter in the Shanahan era last week against the Packers. Um, and that was mainly because the Packers missed a field goal. Um, but th- this is a loaded. 49ers team. It will be interesting to monitor the injury report. I, oh, I forgot to mention we lost Jonah Jackson in this game. Big shout out um, to Coyote Awasaka. He, he stepped up. It, it's pretty, I would say, relatively seamlessly. The only the only other pressure that came after he entered the game was actually in Glasgow side of the line. Um, so a big shout out to Awasaka. I mean, he's got a lot of reps this year because Jonah Jackson's been on and off the injury report. Um, but big shout out to him because uh, it looks like he will be starting next yeah, week be- nice. because Jonah Jackson will not uh, will not be. He'll be back. What, what's that? Right. Jonah Jackson be, will be back. Well, I hope Bowl, so. Though. I'm not sure the extent of his injury yet, uh, but him and Brock yeah. Wright look like our two uh, casualties from this uh, past game. Yeah, but the injuries uh, might make I him easier to oh, sign no, on that note horrible you know all our key 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 guys are still there and jackson being out um throughout the season has given a lot of experience at a backup too and i heard uh bob the, the you know the big cheer for skipper uh 
reporting eligible on this game near the goal line. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's so funny. I love the skit. So going back to now, now the uh, the upcoming game this week, just for a couple minutes, uh, you got Ayuk, you have Trenton Williams and this offensive line. That's pretty beastly. Brock Purdy. Uh, how, how much of the Green Bay 49ers team did you guys watch? Watched, uh, yeah, most of it. Purdy did not look good. No. He did not look good. Uh, maybe it was the weather. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I, I was getting in a lot of arguments with people, but, like, they're a like, Brock Purdy's top 10 quarterback. But, and then they're, I was saying, well, I think Jared Goff is. And they're like, no, he's not. Purdy is. Uh, these people, uh, I felt a little validated last week watching the Purdy uh, experience against Green Bay. I thought it was not very good. Uh, so that's promising, especially if the Lions can disrupt him. Uh, he's a mobile quarterback too. He, he can he can get out of the pocket. Every quarterback's mobile except for ours um, in this league nowadays. Uh, but uh, UJ, just really quick, uh, I see we got your back full here now. Um, just uh, just really quick, you're are, how you know how worried are you about this 49ers team against the Lions? Lions six and a half point underdogs. Well, first of all, that six and a half uh, <clears throat> uh, point spread is going to fuel this team. Second of all, Campbell is just going to have these guys. Uh, I think the secret of that game is going to be getting to Brock Purdy. If we can pressure him, we got a great chance in this game. So uh, I like our offense against anybody's defense, including Frisco's. So I think we got good chances anybody against this team. Yeah, and they really do. They proved to be extremely, extremely uh, vulnerable lately too, which is uh, which is good to see. Um, but really quick, I guess Bob and Connor, uh, just really quick, your initial thoughts on the game uh, in about thirty seconds or less. Yeah, I well, I guess kind of what you just said. I think, especially uh, when we get some pressure on Purdy, I think that throws him off his game, and he's not this efficient machine he was. I, I think he's overrated myself. I know, I know he's having a great year, but. Uh, I think it's a system. He's a system guy more, and I think if we get to him, we have a good chance at winning this game. Yeah, I mean, on paper, the Niners are one of the best teams in football, and they should probably be favored in this game. But I think this is a really good matchup for the Lions. Uh, and since the Packers almost beat them, I think we're a better team, a better matchup for them than the Packers. So I think we got a real shot. Uh, but everyone's got to be on their game, and all our top guys got to be performing. Um, and I think we can pull something out here. Definitely, Red Dog. Yeah, you guys all said it. There's, there's no reason the Lions can't win this game. I, I don't think that maybe on paper, the Forty Niners have us beat in some ways, roster depth wise, probably mostly on defense, honestly. Um, but I don't see any reason we can't go in and win this game. I think we are good enough to beat anybody in that. This team. Yeah, I'm really fascinated by this Lions offense going against the San Francisco defense. It's a loaded defense. They went out and got Chase Young, a guy that maybe some people thought the Lions should go grab um, at the trade deadline. Uh, I mean, you got Bosa against Hutch. I love that kind of, you know, the two great white DNs of the NFL and going at it uh, on opposite ends. <laughs> um, and this is just a loaded, uh, loaded San Francisco D line. I love to see our offensive line go against them. It does suck that Jonah Jackson will be out, but I can't wait to see what Sewell does against Bosa, um, Decker against 
Greenlaw, et cetera. Um, it's, it's just a really fun matchup. I can't wait to see it because it's going to be a challenge thrown over the middle against San Francisco. It's where it's the outside where they're vulnerable mostly. Um, but Lions can uh, maybe disprove that this week. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, it's going to be so much fun. It already is a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, this, uh, I mean, we're going to wrap it up here soon, but uh, I just want to re- reiterate something that we've said throughout the episode. The Lions are going to the NFC Championship. It's real. Hey, Big Z. Big Z. I think I called the exact score, if I'm not mistaken. Do you remember, no, you remember the scores we called last You got our score. I had 31 13. No, you guys had. Uh, I didn't. I don't have them written remember. down right now. I have to go back and look. Uh, UJ, yours yeah. was your like, prediction. So you told me yours was like thirty-one to seventeen. You think I remember that stuff? <laughs> you had the line score right. You had. You didn't have the. Oh, okay. okay. Run dog had like six touch, touchdowns. I remember. Like I was the closest to <laughs> accurate. So <laughs> what was yours? Yeah. Seventy to three. What was it? It was forty like, to six, but. Yeah, uh, producer KJ at 31 13 for UJ. I'm trying to remember uh, mine. I thought mine was somewhere in the range. Yours actually might be the. I thought it was like 31 20. 31 to 20, I think I had. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Just off. Just off. Oh, well. Anyway. I thought I was. Either way, they say good teams win, great teams cover. Well, the Lions are good and a great team. In that uh, scenario, the Lions covered the <laughs> six and a half point spread. And I'm closing with six and a half. Um, and that's thanks to the tip. Wait, oh, yeah. That was the other thing I want to mention. Um, really quick. Uh, are you guys fans of Tampa Bay? In general, like if it was the Lions, even like just going for two down eight. Or, or do you just kick the field goal and then maybe go for two later to win the game? They were down 14 at the or they were down, I guess, yeah. They were 14, scored the touchdown, down eight. Then they decided to go for two. I would have taken the extra point. Yeah, I would have kicked the extra point. Same, same here. Yeah. Same I mean, here. Collinsworth said why it's technically like, Analytics uh, say go for it. Go for yeah, two. analytics say go for it. So, I mean, I have no problem with it. You needed two touchdowns regardless. So, you know, it's you just have to go for two twice then. Yeah, the Packers did it successfully earlier this year. They came back against the Saints uh, in a similar fashion where there was that debate, go for two or not. They went for two, got it, um, scored the game-tying touchdown later, and then just were able to kick the extra point to win it. So it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting thought. If it, if it comes up for the Lions, I, I think the Lions would also do the same. I think they would go for two as well, especially knowing Campbell. <laughs> yeah. Fun thing is it didn't matter because they never scored another touchdown. Correct. Correct. All right. So I think that's going to wrap it up for us here. Um, this is our instant reactions to the Lions win in the divisional round over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to go to the NFC Championship next wow. Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, the powerhouse, Kyle Shanahan. I'm not a fan of his, uh, well, I'm a fan of his, you know, his success, but not a fan of his, like, kind of personality. He's kind of whiny. Anyways, we'll get into that later this week. Uh, that's a preview for you, if you will. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll be back later this week previewing that game. It, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I it's hard to believe we're still doing this uh, this late in the season. Uh, I mean, just the fourth year of the pod. and Yeah, it's just, this is insane. So 
Uh, I know you all feel the same way as well. And I know every Lions fan that's listening is realizing how historic this is. Um, and we can't wipe the smile off our face. Not for another week, at least. Uh, so this is really cool. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, so thank you to SidelineReport.com for supporting the podcast. Greatly appreciate that. Thank you to our producer. Kid J. Kid J. J. Crushing it on the pod every week for us. Um, Instagram at drinking the blue Kool Aid. Twitter slash X at drinking lions. Gmail, if you're interested in sending us a message or something along those lines, uh, that's drinking the blue Kool Aid at gmail.com. Um, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast, please download, please subscribe, and please leave a review. Really appreciate that as well. Uh, good, Ben. It's all right. Uh, we can take it. Just we'd love the feedback. So, uh, other than that, thank you, buddy, for listening. Thank you for staying all the way through to the end. As always, uh, greatly appreciate that. Like I said, we'll be back later this week previewing the NFC Championship. Enjoy. The beginning of your week, it's going to be the best week of your life until next the next two weeks after that when the Lions are going to the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. It, it, you got a little extra pep in your step. There's going to be 20. After the Lions win, there's always an extra pep in your step for the week. When the Lions are heading to your NFC Championship, there's like 20 to 30 extra peps in your step. I don't even That's know what pep, pep in the step <laughs> means now that I've been saying it over and over. Uh, You're going to know today when you got 30 more of them (laughs) walking around. (laughs) All right. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, as always, go. 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 Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Go! Go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.